What's up guys and gals, welcome to Cook and Huddle, I'm your producer Lily, and in this podcast we will be talking about fried chicken and football, so let's get on with it. Alright folks, welcome to week 8 of Cluck and Huddle, I'm, I'm your Cluck. host Andy Skosky, and that's my name. No, it's, we're at some point you're just going to embrace the fact that I'm the big cluck in your huddle. I and saw we're going to say, did, we're both here. You, I was trying to cut you off and really <laughs> lean into this huddle thing. But we'll save that for after the show. As you all know, Andy will uh, break down and huddle me by force or love, one or the other. But it will happen. It will happen. I think for the eighth week in a row, we won't do that. But, all right, let's... <laughs> That's what you say on air, but I know the real let's, truth. Let's, let's not worry about that. Let's get into it, man. Okay. Let's we talk got, homerisms. There's, there was only two games for us to watch last less, week. Less homerisms. Half homer. Half homerism. Uh, so Mizzou and Notre Dame both had big games, and they both came up empty, there unfortunately. Was, it, was, it was kind of a terrible downer weekend. Um, let's go with Mizzou first, because... Because they were in that game and should have won. Because that game was uh, chronologically earlier in the day than the Notre Dame one. So we'll recap in order of how real so, life So flows. Mizzou had LSU in town. They were underdogs. They, let's let's just start from the very start of the game. They went all out, dude. It was a ballsy thing. They just said they marched down the field, scored, and two then went conversion. for two. Mm-hmm. Like, they're just saying, hey, we're here to play ball. I love that. I was like, oh, my God, Mizzou's going to win this. Especially after uh, Brian Kelly making terrible jokes about Columbia and rain jackets and things like that. That guy was, that guy, I don't remember him being that big of a dork at Notre Dame ever. I mean, he was kind of the the red-faced screamer. He, you'd see him and looked like his head was literally going to explode because he was a bright cherry color that you could just like squeeze his shoulders and it would pop like a zit and just have gray matter flying <laughs> all over. Uh, he also, and then he, he now makes Cajun accents and terrible jokes about outdoor athletic wear. He also indicated multiple times that he, it was Mizzou homecoming, which I believe it was not. So he just seems confused. But didn't he say something that blatantly lied in his opening game too? And then they went back to the internet correct. and said, "You definitely said that." Never said that. And he yeah. goes, and then you go, "Well, no, it's a deep fake." But well, whatever. fortunately for him, his team ended up coming out on top because uh, honestly, it was a. Exciting game. Mizzou is in it. They were up at 22 to 7 at one point. Kind of always had the lead, but LSU kept coming back. Um, it was a track meet. It was a track it was, meet. It was it a was... track meet, which we thought it would be high scoring track meet. And Mizzou just comes up a little bit short, couple, uh, untimely interception, pick six at the end. But the things that stood out to me was Jaden Daniels finally had that game <laughs> where you're like, this guy should be winning a Heisman. And maybe it's more of a testament to how bad Mizzou's defense was, but. Anytime they needed something, and anytime Mizzou looked like they were going to get pressure on him on a passing play, he would just take off for 20 yards. And it was just, I think he had 149 or something like that on the ground, and he just picked up huge first down after first down for them, and Mizzou had no answer. And the really frustrating thing was a lot of it was just right up the middle. I'm going to say less LSU on that and more Mizzou defense. defense not quite getting there. But, man, I, I really thought they could come through and, and get there. But they just, like you said, a few bad picks. The defense couldn't make the stops. LSU kind of did all the opposite things down the home stretch. I mean, it was never more than a two-score game. It was always close, and it just didn't quite come together. But 
entertaining to watch. Very entertaining to watch. For sure. So Mizzou, that's her first loss of the season. Um, they're going to take on a Kentucky team that also suffered their fo- first loss of the season last weekend. Um, and despite everything I thought, they did not hang with Georgia. They got their throat stomped they by the got, dogs. They got their butts kicked. Georgia decided we learned to do both sides of the ball at home yeah. and just went with it. it. Was, it that was pretty brutal. But uh, tough loss for Mizzou. So they're going to have to rebound quickly because Kentucky's solid, I think, despite getting their butts kicked by Georgia. Uh, this game's in Lexington, SEC Network at 4.30, so under the lights. And, again, Missouri's going to have their hands full if they uh, can't stop a, a running quarterback and the run in general. So I, I hope Kentucky, uh, Mizzou can hang in there and get back on track. But, to be honest, if they lost this game, I would not be surprised at all. It's I think it's still going to be something interesting on this one. We'll talk about that a little bit later on this one. Okay. <clears throat> so and then Notre Dame. Well, we we have decided that homerism is over for Notre Dame because their ambitions of making the playoffs and going through that has now soundly been put to bed. Yeah, that Louisville was got them. That was bad. I I mean, great game by Louisville. Nothing that they they stood up and delivered exactly what was expected of them. Notre Dame did not. I it's hard to say that Notre Dame Louisville won. I mean Notre Dame, I mean not to take anything away, they definitely lost. Their their offense was utterly lost. They had no idea at any given time how to move the ball. Ugh. They had it you saw in the first bunches of games. They knew how to run. They could jam it like the SEC type teams. They would run it up your gut. They would keep doing that. And whether they just forgot how or Louisville figured everything out, Notre Dame had no answers on offense. Even down to the wire. And it looked horrible. And, I mean, Louisville played a great offensive game. That's how they were. But Notre Dame just fell apart. That's it. They (laughs) fell apart. Yeah, that's not not ideal, and it wasn't particularly close. Um, no, it was not. You know, uh, Louisville was up seven nothing. It was tied at halftime seven seven. Oh boy, I'm gonna have to mute, mute your mic there. Um, but in the fourth quarter, it really got a. Uh, it was seventeen thirteen going into the fourth quarter, but then it got away from Notre Dame pretty quickly. A touchdown, a field goal, a field goal, a field goal. Yeah, and by it, then the game's over. You know, Notre Dame had a. Uh, uh, touchdown with a minute and a half left. Garbage time. Garbage but time. Early game was over from for them at that point. Sam Hartman. I I think that's probably where the big letdown was for Notre Dame this week. He's been rock solid for them. Three interceptions is just that. That's going to kill you. Ain't going to do it. You can't turn the ball over that much. Uh, Louisville on the other side of the ball. Just one. Uh, no, sorry, no interceptions. Right. So I, I think that's the difference in that game. Is is uh, three ints which. Yeah, he hadn't done that all season and been so solid with it, you know, using his legs and making the big passes when they needed it, and they just they just didn't get it. So, second loss of the season uh, for Notre Dame, and just like that, it's you know, it's a it's a, it goes from a potential BCS season to just a nice season is all you, you can, can have at this point. I mean, the real thing you're, they're looking for now is, I mean, Marcus Freeman. 
he's the coach. I don't think he's going to get fired. Oh, gosh. No, I, no, they're no, going to no, no, keep no. building, but the real question is, I think, honestly, they're already looking to next year. Could is, be. Is Hartman, he, as we jested earlier in the in our podcast. <laughs> he's an older he's, gentleman. He's, a, he's the elder statesman of college football, a uh, Stenson Bennett type who's 24 years old and some change. He's he's done. He was a one and done. If there was a season of bringing in uh, a top-notch player and say, win now, this was it. What yeah. do you do? Do you start building your next year's quarterback and start really figuring this out? Or do you let him finish the season and just try to do some stats or whatever? I think you're already looking to next year and saying, who's up? What are we doing? Who's going to be our QB? Who's going to take the helm and be ready to live that dream? I mean, it's championship or bust. I, I, I see what you're saying. I don't know that they do that quite yet, only because you've got USC coming to town. So I don't think this is the week to start throwing somebody in the trenches and say, you know, hey, I know we have this sixth year seniors or quarterback, but we'd like to see how you can do against uh, USC. So I could see that maybe at the end of the season, they lose this game, you know, then you're a three loss team and you are officially truly just playing for pride. Um, but I, I think this week it's it's still a big game and it's a very big game. That's a that's a big rivalry that's always going to exist. Hopefully, correct. In so, spite of this conference alignment sort of thing, that Notre Dame and USC have have played for oh my gosh, so 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 many years. Uh, let's let's look that up. Yeah, but, and say how many years have they played? Oh, um, in a row, I, I wouldn't know that off the top of my head, but they have been playing. That, that rivalry goes goes way, way back. So, you know, the Irish are still playing for pride, and USC is going to be a tough matchup. It's 430 on NBC. I there don't... you go. Let's go with that number. How many times have Notre Dame and USC I'll played say each 84. other? I'll say 84. Damn, that's pretty good. 93. Okay. 93. Yeah. So that's, that's close. Started in 1926, so almost a hundred years. And you talk about that many. There's only a few few years off. One of them was the the COVIDs and stuff and whatever. Yep. So uh, we're right. there. Well, they got to try to bounce back against a really good USC team. Who, to be fair, was farting around with Arizona. Uh, as uh, as UW did too. Yeah. Maybe Arizona's a little better than everyone thought, but still yep. not great. I mean, who knows? I mean. Notre Dame is favored by two and a half at home. I'm not. I'm not sure. I'm loving that. I'm not. I'm not sure. I'm loving it. I'm not sure. I'm loving that either. I. I, I think the Trojans are pretty darn talented. Uh, I caught caught the last bit of that USC Arizona game. Uh, you know that's going to be Arizona's biggest game of the year, uh, and they hung in there and it went to uh, double or triple overtime. But USC ended up hanging on, getting the win. Caleb Williams is pretty special, so. That's a big game for Notre Dame. Season kind of, sort of, you got one foot in the grave there, but uh, I think Notre Dame will show up ready to play. Aim for a good bowl game? Yeah. <laughs> good bowl Gallows game. Gallows humor. Okay, so now we're talking about the teams that buys. UW had the week off, and now they're hosting game day this Saturday morning in the fine uh, Montlake area of Seattle. Against Oregon, they're favored by three with 67 and a half at the over. Um, definitely one of the higher overs out there. Uh, 
I think actually think that's a pretty good number. Both teams can play some okay-ish defense. UW looked, especially considering UW looked a little stifled against Arizona and uh, seeing if they're going to come out firing. They've had a little bit of injuries on their receivers and and whatnot, but uh, it's going to be a heck of a game. Oregon has continued to just fire, fire, fire. This is going to be 1230 at ABC. Um, I know you have a pick on this one, so let's mm-hmm. talk about this when we get down to the picks. We'll just kind of give the highlights. And then the other game, Tennessee had a bye week, and Texas A&M comes and visits them. Tennessee is a three-and-a-half-point favorite with a 55-and-a-half over-under. That's on CBS at 1230. Mm-hmm. We have a lot of uh, big boy games. Either 430 or 1230, so break out your spare TV and – and double screen it if you're if you're watching football this weekend because yeah, these TV four are the ones to watch. YouTube TV with the split screen. Yeah, I mean YouTube Tennessee. sponsor us. We yeah. just pimped your four screen TV thing. It's a small company. I don't. I think they uh, they'd have to get some additional. Can we get on the YouTube us. YouTube podcast? Can we start doing it on that too? Their parent company is really small. That's all I know. Um, yeah, it's it's something. It's on my Google. Um, what I thought it was something about that we teach our kids in kindergarten about twenty six letters or some stuff. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. That company. Sorry, the company that owns the company that I just mentioned. Literal child's play stuff Starts... that you learn your first bits of right. English language. Right. Color me not impressed. Well, we could put in a phone call and see if uh, see if they're looking for new investment opportunities. But yeah, two huge games. I mean, college game name coming to. Uh, Washington, I'll, I'll just say it. I'm on, I'm kind of sad that I'm going to be out of town this weekend. Otherwise, as, as definitely. Am I. Be, I, otherwise, I would go there uh, in the the great northern darkness of the Pacific Northwest to to celebrate game day. Gets dark 4:30 up four thirty a.m. It it will be pitch black. Yes, pitch it's, black. It's very dark up here in the uh, north of the. 46th yeah, so parallel. bad hosting by Cluck and Huddle here. Not able to be on site for the hometown game. But that that's going to be a fun game. And yeah, we'll talk about my pick later. Um, and then Tennessee, it's, again, season's not over. They, they still have everything in front of them. Uh, games against Alabama, Georgia to come. Uh, one loss team. Texas A&M got beat by Alabama. So, uh, not by a tough, lot, tough lot. Yeah. Not yeah. by a lot. I think this is a tough game. This is not in any way. Shape. I was surprised Tennessee's actually favored in that game. I think it just because A&M has the two losses, but I kind of feel like A&M's a pretty damn good. They're playing well team. on both sides of the ball. They are, they were stifling Bama. They were still able to move it. I mean, obviously Bama is still, uh, they're still a fall, a so fall from grace of not the number one or number two or number three. They are still a very, very good yes. football team that you don't want to trifle with. Yep, but I think Alabama's figured out their winning formula. We talked about just going to play good defense and run the ball. So uh, two awesome twelve thirty kickoffs there. And, yeah, should be a fun, fun weekend. Big games for... Three of our uh, actually, I mean, big games for all four teams on the homerism. Like just Notre Dame, unfortunately, with that second loss, they're kind of out of the running here. But anyway, I mean, UW be- Oregon's essentially a who wins goes to the college football playoffs. Like that, Could be. that is well, that both, sort of game. Both teams still have to play USC. So yeah, a lot, we lot going on there. But well, this, this is a, I mean, it's a top ten matchup. Correct. So this whoever loses this game, football. then the their USC game becomes a must win. So yep, that'll be fun. 
Um, I, I, I don't know. I, I hope they're just competitive games and that, you know, Tennessee doesn't get, I honestly, I'm worried about that one. I feel like they might get waxed, but, um, yeah, we'll see what happens this week. So cool, man. Let's move on to, uh, our favorite grease your throat hole. Yeah, it is. Time our, to throat our throat holes are very greasy. They are. We greasy. Just, we just greased them. Uh, this was brought to you by Shimac out of Bellevue. It is a Korean fried chicken joint. Multiple locations for the record, but we, we I, I did a quick dip out to Bellevue to pick this up. We had... It's a, Korean fried chicken. Yeah, Korean fried chicken. Korean just, fried chicken. I just said that. Uh, we have a whole smattering of the wings, drummies, breast, thighs, and then also an order of the popcorn chicken. Yes. Good. We'll, we'll go back to our favorite word. Yeah, fine is Andy's rating, and I tend to agree. The meat, just a smidge bland. Could have been a little more. Nothing amazing. Definitely nothing bad. Definitely nothing bad. Correct. Um, double breaded. Double breaded. Yeah, this very is the first breading. double breaded one. A lot of bread. It it double poofed the size of the meat. It felt it felt uh, excessive. Double puff. A little bit. Puffed. Yeah, I, I said the same things. The chicken was a little bland. Um, a lot of crunch. Pulled off some breading. I don't normally like to kind of pull it off and not eat it, but there was just too much for me. Um, but it was good. I mean, it was it was fine. It was good. Yeah. Very Solid crunchy. Lunch. Good. The the crunch held up. I I will say that uh, astoundingly and for uh, sure. Favorably. Fresh. It, they it, make everything fresh. So as soon as you order it, then it gets dropped in the fryer. Which you know you're always going to be winning if that's the all case. right. That's good news. Good to know. So yeah, did they did they double drop it after they? I believe that's the case. Yeah, it gets it gets a double dip. Did you get a watch? Our our chickens get plucked and I breaded and taken a dunked peek. and dunked. I, I didn't ask for you know f- photographic evidence. You didn't or anything ask like for that. an no, unpaid I didn't want to get in the twenty kitchen. minute no. unpaid internship. No, no, you didn't no. ask for that. No, I stayed back. Let the big mess on my part. Let but. the professionals handle this. Yes. So that was good. I mean, it was, uh, I don't think I'd go out of my way, but it's one of those places where if you're, you know, driving by it and there's not much else going on, then, you know, I'd go back. Give it a shot. It was it was pretty tasty. So. Yeah. I, I, if someone brought this over to your barbecue or tailgate or something, yeah. I would definitely uh, grab a piece in both hands and grease myself up. Absolutely. So they've got, uh, yeah, we went to the Bellevue location. There's one uh, in the U District as well. So very solid. Thank you for a delicious lunch, Shimac. Yum. All right, let's move on to the bet section. We both struggled last, last week. Last week was not a not a great week for the Pickums. Not not terrible. I mean, we were both one and two. Yeah. It. It dropped me. I'm still sitting around up there in a, a winning record. It, you were not getting your uh, digging yourself out of the hole from last nope. week. But some of these ones happened. Like my first one, Michigan, uh, at minus 20. Michigan absolutely came out hot and bothered and just kept scoring. Uh, I don't think that one was ever in question. And let Michigan, let me know when you play someone uh pour milk on your head kiss the bricks whatever stop wearing khakis this guy when they start <laughs> playing when they play the one of the two other good teams and i'm not saying great teams i'm saying just good teams 
uh, Penn State or Ohio State, then come talk to me until Michigan does that. Uh, I will probably keep riding your spread, except not this week. They're minus 35 at Indiana, which seems like a lot. I still might dance around on that one just on the side because Indiana, like we talked about before, plays tough at home. That's five touchdowns is a lot. But sorry, Michigan's still going to win. That's where it's at. Hold on. I want to talk about this. Just just since we didn't have as many games to cover, I think we can do a little bit deeper dive on Michigan, who <laughs> is the number two team in the country. They have beaten East Carolina, UNLV, Bowling Green, Rutgers, Nebraska, and Minnesota. Do, I mean, like, that's pretty sad. Like, that's a bad schedule. I mean, I, I know the whole, like, well... You know, there are bad teams in the Big Ten, but I don't understand their the ranking or why we think this is a really great team. Yeah, they're, they they're, they're beating people 31, you know, 35-7, 31-6, 31-7, but none of those teams are any good. Well, and then and the, their next games are Indiana, Mich- bad. Michigan State, bad. Purdue, bad. Penn State, okay. Okay, finally a real team at Maryland. Eh, Maryland's Ma- not not Mar- but yeah. Maryland, Maryland's that's unde- an okay team. Maryland's undefeated so far. Granted, they haven't played anybody either. Correct, but they're they're definitely not in that. They're they're unranked. They're not yeah. in that elite caliber. But Maryland's going to be something. Then Ohio State to finish it out. And so, then they play Maryland, and then so Maryland, and then Ohio State. So again, if I'm looking at that schedule, we'll say they have three legitimate opponents: being Maryland, Ohio State, and Penn State. I, I just I think that's. Why the ranking is going to be the same thing? They're going to make the college football playoff, and then they're going to get except blown when out. they get except when they lose in one of the last weeks. It's not going to be a win early scenario. I love this. Michigan can go home, go home blue, not go blue, go home, go blue. home blue. Well, they're there going go. to, but so, anyway, I I think that's a. I will say this: it's a solid pick. They have been beating teams by more than twenty on the reg, and Indiana is just kind of the next team that's going to get that beat down their way. It's so. going to happen. All right, uh, so that was a win for you. Colorado did not cover Arizona State, and they they lapsed on defense at the end. They let them march down, get one, and then um, kick the field goal. It just it was how you say not satisfying, uh, but Colorado no, close back, game. Yeah, it it was close. They lacked a little bit of moxie there. Uh, so they win by three. You needed them to win by four. It kind of, eh, yeah. you know. It was, it was. That wasn't way off. That wasn't bad. Yeah. It was their potato to pot, potato. <clears throat> Got to make some stops. Uh, TCU minus six with at uh, the clones. I underestimated them. That's one of those teams. Also, TCU is has been exposed fully. They're just not good. Yep. Uh, stay away from TCU. Yeah, they they lost the, the horny up there. the horny frogs. Don't <laughs> lick them. They're like toads or something. It'll change your whole view perspective of the world. Stay away. Okay. All the things horny toads and frogs you don't lick. Yep, I got you. Well, you're at thirteen and ten overall, so at least you're still at a winning clip. I went one and two last week, but I'm still nine, twelve, and one overall. So Wazoo finally let me down as an underdog. They were uh, I took them plus three against UCLA, and UCLA turned up for this game, and they made life miserable for the the Goku. 
it was a little, uh, it was close. It was an entertaining game to watch. Good game to watch. Um, UCLA just played a little got, better. Got a little right. better. It was it was tough. It was well battled. Uh, I think Wazoo's still going to be a fun team. Give winning, me give me a really going, exciting Apple Cup player. Yeah, but yeah, they were winning just, going into the fourth quarter. Just couldn't quite hang on, and UCLA got the last two touchdowns of the game to. to this was on the road. They had to go down to sunny California yep. and all this sort of stuff. So. Uh, is what it is. I think Wazoo's still going to have a uh, very nice season, and and UCLA. We get to talk about them a little bit later too. Um, they're playing the Beavers this weekend, which should also be another highly yes. entertaining game. The the Oregon State has been very good this year. Beavs have been good. All right, so that was a. Not quite as close as I had hoped. Loss for me. Uh, next one, I had Bama minus one. Seemed like a no-brainer. Bama only ended up winning by six, but they were down in College Station and took care of the Aggies to kind of get their season back on track. Um, you know, they're first in the West right now, and again, they're still college football playoff ambitions and uh, winning the SEC championship. So I kind of Kind of figured Alabama would handle that game, and they've got, again, some bigger games coming up later on in their season. Now, the one that smarted for me was, as I was following this game on my phone, I was not able to to watch it live, but I honestly thought (laughs) Georgia hadn't covered against the spread all year. And again, so the expectation was Georgia's going to win the game, but Kentucky, undefeated, had beaten Florida, which... Turns out Florida's probably just another team. Um, but Georgia yeah. decided... Uh, I mean, this is the first game where they were just in control the entire time. You know, not farting around and losing at halftime or, you know, only up a touchdown in the fourth quarter type deal. They just killed Kentucky and just blew them out of the water. And that one wasn't even close. Even with the 14 and a half points, I came up just a just a wee bit short. A wee bit short. Would you but- say a wee bit short? Here's the thing. Sometimes when you do these... You 51 can... 13 your final score. <laughs> so uh, just... You can be close, and you can be not close, but here's the thing. <laughs> it, it doesn't matter. The house takes your money the same way. <laughs> they do. Yeah. So... Yeah. yeah, it didn't matter. That would, I don't... I just stole... I don't know. Maybe Georgia is that good, and they've kind of figured things out, but Kentucky... Uh, they, the Wildcats let me down, uh, unfortunately, so... All right, that's last week's picks. Um, this week, this, this week, week we have football pretty much every night of the week, which is kind yeah. of exciting. Yeah. So we're all traveling around to. I mean, we look out here in rainy, blustery, snow quality. It's raining. It's cloudy. It's I know. A, Amelia asked me, breezy. "Why are you going on vacation?" I'm like, "Have you looked at the weather? It's time to." This leave. is what people do. I mean. <laughs> I'm still going to stand by that the the greater Pacific Northwest is possibly one of the best places in the world, period. But there, it is a little grim <laughs> come the, the later fall and winter and early spring. And uh, unless you're a ski person or enjoy some of the mountains, which we don't quite have snow yet. We're in no. this weird uh, midst. It gets dark early and it rains a lot. That is true. Come in August, come in September, it's 75 and sunny for weeks and weeks and yep. weeks on end with no humidity. It's absolutely gorgeous and stunning. 
come visit then. Come visit now and then realize you'll never want to come back. And that's <laughs> fine. Keeps the riffraff out. But anyways, we have a full week of football. Tuesday, we got a game tonight that is on my pick slate. Uh, after yelling at uh, Huddle over there, I'm on the App State train. App State yep. has Coastal Carolina coming to visit them this I evening saw this on one a Tuesday. I almost had this as one of my picks, but then I saw you had it and I stayed away. So. And uh, you're not going to tell me on this. App State's played tough. Their record <clears throat> belies a team that is they've they've been punching above their weight. They've had to play big games. They played Wyoming. They've played North Carolina. Remember, they played triple overtime in North Carolina. I mean, they've also had some of these weak sauce games of East Carolina that didn't we just talk about Michigan beating the poo out of them they handily beat East Carolina they beat Gardner-Webb they struggled a tiny bit last week with Louisiana Monroe but they're a lot tougher they played some big big teams in this Coastal Carolina hasn't played big teams and hasn't been necessarily winning them either who, so who plays better on tuesday nights that's the question app app state okay, son see? app okay. state here we thought. go so got the app state at minus five and a half <laughs> i see that tick down just a smidge um but i'm fine with that number that's that's there i think they're gonna keep it going uh my second pick then is a friday game friday i'm gonna be wrapped up even before game day on saturday just about is I got the buffs. I'm going to stay with them. I, they're going to keep doing this. They're at home. Stanford. Stanford's visiting them at minus 11. Stanford, sorry. You, you, you're smart kids, good at Stick lots, to medical school. Lots of good things and computers and uh, biotech and curing cancer and all these things. Uh, that make the world a better place. Leave the football to Coach but Prime. But let uh, Coach Prime have his happy dance. Only 11 points. That seems low, too. That Are we I mean, I think that really seems low, Colorado? too. Eh. They've been playing a lot Hunter, of tight games. There's, there, he's officially back. I don't think he's playing, but he's now on the questionable list. They're, they're checking him day to day. But let's face it. They're going home. Colorado loves playing tough at home. They play big... Uh, we're going to see what happens. Okay. Uh, and, and I'm fine taking that 11. I think it's going to be good. And then my final one is I'm going back to an over-under. An over-under. No actual uh, team I'm supporting. I just want lots of scoring. Is going back to Mizzou and Kentucky. That's at 52 and a half. Kentucky didn't necessarily score a lot against Georgia. But Georgia played a really hard defense. Kentucky scored in every other game. Kentucky looked like they moved the ball well. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Are you saying Mizzou's not as good as Georgia? No, I'm saying Mizzou's defense is not as good as Georgia's. (laughs) Wait a second. Based on what? You got to watch the games, man. Oh, wait. They're terrible. Yeah. But, hey, Mizzou can still score the ball. They can move. Yep. Uh, They're going to do that. Okay, Tyler, uh, Tyler Durden, he's uh, catching the ball for him. I know Luther, Luther Burden, but Tyler Burden, no, uh, no, they'll put up some points. Uh, Devin Leary is, you know, got twelve hundred yards on the the year. Uh, Ray Davis, their running back, is at six fifty three, 
eight touchdowns on the season. Like, I, I think you're right. Kentucky is a team that can move the ball. Um, Missouri's offense has figured it out too. So I think this is going to be another LSU type game where, yeah, you're going to see points back and forth. It will, the winner, it's going to come down to, yeah, can somebody actually make a stop? I'm not sure I was loving the. uh, Or is a quarterback going to throw one too many interceptions? Yeah, I I wasn't sure I was loving. I think the, the, they didn't have a spread yesterday when I was looking, or last night when I was looking at everything. Oh, it's two and a half to Kentucky. Yeah, it was about a field goal. That's, that's tight. I'm not sure. That seems about right. That could go either way. For sure. Um, I mean, you know, you juice it to the home team just a little bit with a, they say what's home fields worth two, three points, something like that. Fine. Who knows? But both teams are going to be scoring and running around a little bit. So let that be. I like that one. That's my Saturday pick. So I got action all week. It's fun stuff. So your first one here is, uh, again, we're looking at, we're definitely looking at some, uh, Whipping child's uh, redheaded stepchildren of of college football. Can you say that these days? I don't think so. We, we're going to get canceled. But like ra- raggedy, okay. rag- raggedy hand, and you just yeah. toss the doll around. Uh, this yeah, my pick. I'm taking Utah minus thirteen and a half. I, but the thought process for me was California not very good. Utah, you know, maybe they turned out to be not as great of a team, but I, I think. Utah is capable of winning this game by two touchdowns. And they're talking, is Cam Rising going to start for Utah? I don't know if it's going to matter. I think it would be great if he does. But, yeah, this game is at home for, for Utah as well. And I just, again, I, I see them winning this game pretty comfortably. So, I liked that little Man. Pac-12 Cal, matchup. Cal put up a little moxie against Oregon State last weekend. So, um Granted, that was uh, at home, so you now have yep. to go to Utah. Yeah, that's why I think and it's do a that. Program. I actually like that pick. I I think there was a lot of good games. I I had to had to uh, have some restraint. <laughs> keep it down to three. I know sometimes we've each gone four. Uh, I might add a few more seeing where these lines goes. I feel like this was a good action week with a lot of stuff. I mean, I think I theoretically could have even put up like seven or eight, but that just seems excessive and making good picks. So I like that one. That's that's your starter. Here we go. Yep. Second pick. Um, Here's the thing. This game, I've got – I want to take Oregon, and it's because they're getting points. I think my my – my thought process on this one is it's going to be a tight game. I think Oregon's defense is just a little bit better than you does. That's a fair statement. So I think the fact that they are underdogs in this game is only because it's a road game. If this was at home, it'd be Oregon minus three. I think you'd flip it. Um, and yeah, I just, I, I honestly, I, I don't really care who wins. I, you know, both teams are non, you know, Homer teams for me, but I, I root for both just being up in this area now, and both are fun teams this year. I just hope it's a good game and that both teams have fun. I, I think that's a fa- – both teams have fun. Are you are you going to come back early on Saturday <laughs> or or designate someone to hand out orange slices at halftime just too? Just have fun, guys. Just to have fun. Stay and maybe have little uh, – <laughs> Little trophies with tiny football guys on top to hand out and say, yay. So, yeah, I don't know. I I think that's going to be a close game. And, again, neither team 
um, or both teams' offenses are high-powered, right? So, again, I just give Oregon the edge because they haven't given up as many points as UW, who we've seen against Arizona and Cal give and up points in your Give like, up some, and UW, UW struggled like we talked last week yeah. against Arizona. Arizona in the red zone and couldn't quite get it yeah. done. It was way closer. So, so they're going to have to be uh, sharp to win I, this, this Like we said, this is going to be a, pretty much for a – College playoff spot just about for the Pac-12. You know, you, you conference champions. Yeah, whoever they loses love that it, spot. So you might, you might be that might be it. You're um, gonna have to do that because even when they play USC, you're gonna have the head-to-head on a one loss. Correct. And USC represents the South, so this is basically determining the North side of yep. that. So is what it is. And then, oh my gosh, your last pick. <laughs> I I kind of love this. I. I almost went there pulling the trigger, but I this is a hundred percent big cluck endorsed pick on All this right. one. Nice. You got USC at Notre Dame under on the sixty-three. Right. Between Notre Dame playing a little bit of defense and USC playing no defense yet Notre Dame struggling how to do offense, that seems like a really high number. I agree. And that was it was confusing to me because I think it's gone up actually since the lines came out which i'm also just like i don't know about that notre dame's offense have not been moving the ball as well usc does seem to put up a lot of points and their defense gives up much but i just think this game is going to be tight um and notre dame's defense is is good enough that they're going to slow usc down just a little bit now they struggled with louisville but i don't they i mean that's the thing is like who's the defenses usc's played they've played Nevada, Stanford, Arizona State, Colorado. I mean, Arizona, Colorado yeah. has no defense. San Jose State. Like yeah. going through this, it's so, so it's a different program for them this it's, week. It's a better defense that they're going to have to play. And like you just said, and we discussed earlier, Notre Dame's offense does not know what they're doing at the moment. Yeah, which is unfortunate. A little frustrating. Yeah, you'd hope by this point in the season they'd be uh, firing all, all cylinders and playing a little bit better. Unfortunately, that's not the case. So I like the under uh, 63 in this game. You know, a nice. It looks like it's ticked up to 63 and a half. But well, there you go. I, it's going the wrong I, way for hey, me, but that's fine. You, I'll take it. You don't have to. You don't have to uh, follow the nerds out there on the internet. No, except us. We've got it because at 63. I, I like it. We're not nerds. We're chicken fiends. Chicken clucking, fiends. clucking, and huddling. Yeah, so, all right, that's the last pick of the week. Um, man, going to be a really exciting weekend of sports. I know you're coming back into town on Saturday. I will be out of town, but well, I'm hoping and, to find a TV and just be able to kind of Well, and even seeing in. here, if I know we're a college football and fried chicken thing. You are dressed. I haven't looked at your underwear, but I will when I huddle you. You have cracking gear head to toe. Head hat to toe. And jacket and shirt socks. and shorts and socks. Like you are Mr. Kraken here. So it is. It's, you're bringing it. It's cracking. Uh, it's the first game of the hockey season. So. NHL opens today. So we yes. have all the fun sports. Baseball playoffs is happening. Sad Mariners, they didn't make it. But I will we have watching, a full slate of everything. It's I will awesome. be watching App State. I mean, just because there is college football. But I I'm probably have the cracking game on. It's uh, in Vegas. So it'll be a later game. It's the last uh, last puck drop of the night. But yes, let's go cracking. But um, yeah, man, have a good trip. Have fun. Hopefully, Safe you get to get home and, and uh, to all of us. watch some football. So, and if you're going anywhere, download this and play it in your car, or your headphones for sure. Yeah, yeah. Enjoy it. Happy birthday to Tara and happy birthday, Emily. And yeah, 
I don't know and, who Emily is. That's okay. That's where that's where I'm going to celebrate. I'll so. give her a birthday wish also. Okay. Happy birthday. Very kind of you. Yeah. Uh, I, I think uh I think she'll be glad that you uh wished her that over the pod. So all right. That's... Happy birthday from Cluck and Huddle. <laughs> she won't know who Huddle is because he doesn't exist. All right, folks, that's it. Everybody have a good rest of your week, a good weekend. Enjoy the college football. And grease in your throat hole. Peace.